AI Tools for Creators, the podcast that dives deep into creativity aided by artificial intelligence and machine learning. Welcome to AI Tools for Creators. In this introductory episode, we'll talk about who we are, who this show is for, and why you should listen. I'm Mike Russell, the creative director of Music Radio Creative. I'm Isabella Russell, the managing director, I guess, of Music Radio Creative, amongst a million other roles. The big boss. (laughs) And we're going to talk about AI tools in this show in general and how they can be used for creators. Whether you're a podcaster, a video creator, you're trying to write stuff for your blog, we're going to explore and navigate the digital landscape and find the latest trends. Now, AI has transformed our work already, and I think it's transformed everybody's work. Mm -hmm. But I think the best thing to get started, as obviously we are putting this out on YouTube, Mike, uh, you have a prominent uh, place on on your YouTube channel, obviously, for many years. Uh, I think it's a good... Just hit 300,000 subscribers. Yay! It's a great point (laughs) to perhaps um, explain to your um, subscribers on YouTube uh, as to you know, why a podcast about AI of a sudden? Obviously, you are to date known about, you know, about audio, video production and kind of that creative side of things. So why sudden turn to AI and what do you hope to bring to your subscribers? It's a great question. Yes. Why this sudden turn to AI? Uh, So originally, I'm Mike. I'm an audio guy. I got into radio when I was much younger. Then I became a podcaster. I started going to all the podcasting conferences along with Isabella and discovered this great passion for online content creation. Uh, Now, obviously, at the start of this year, 2023, as we record this first episode, uh, generative AI and just AI in general exploded, went through the roof. It all started with OpenAI's chat GPT. And now more and more than ever before, I'm realising, Isabella, uh, that we are gradually almost being replaced uh, in many aspects of our work. But I would like to take in this podcast and this show a positive spin on things, as I think I went through a bit of a funk at the start of the year um, when I was watching this all unfold. It was happening so quickly. There was a new news story every week. It's like, now you can generate images, and now you can create voices that sound ultra-realistic, and now you can write scripts, and you can create YouTube videos and all of that. And it was just happening so fast that I think it it really got into me, and I was thinking... Am I being replaced here? Am I actually necessary when ChatGPT can write a great script? What the big aha moment for me, Isabella, was is as uh, for the past decade or couple of decades, I'd say, working with audio software, particularly Adobe software like Adobe Audition and Adobe Premiere Pro and Adobe Rush, uh, I have felt like I've learned those software packages really well. And when I started typing questions into ChatGPT about this software, particularly Adobe Audition, and it would throw out answers that were better than I could answer them, you know, yes, you might need the expert there to look and just make sure it's absolutely right and the the correct way to do things. I was I was starting to shake at the knees. I was like, wow, so where does this leave me? You know, I've spent literally the last 10 years on YouTube teaching people how to do things in different audio and video software. Uh, and now, you know, this awesome chat uh, kind of online AI can come up with better solutions than I can. And I think that the important thing to add here is that a lot of the tools that you were using are actually going into AI space. And I think 
I think it's just, I guess, an attempt to try and fit in. And, and I think a lot of people in similar position, and I would assume a lot of people who are already watching you on YouTube are also trying to find a way to fit in in this new AI world. And I guess this podcast is attempting to help you find your space, help you find your voice, help you find that new routine, that new new place that we all need to find and explore and, and fit in as best as we can. So our attempt yes. here is to um, bring all those latest tools, have fun and play and explore what's available and see how can we really leverage that to our best possible, you know, versions available and you know how how can we level up what we do so we will both bring slightly different spins onto things so mike is very creative you know he he his background is audio production making jingles making fun things whereas i have far more analytical mind my mm. background is in business and banking so i look at things you know first and foremost like is this worth it it's like you know what is the the ratio of effort to benefit you know so it's like i look at things with far more grounded approach and I think that the combination of of the two of us hopefully brings that kind of really well polished result at the end and we hope Absolutely. that that gives you the clarity as as a result of that I'm but, off in the clouds and you're grounded so I'm like wow you'll never guess what new tool I've just discovered this can replace all of my YouTube short yeah. work and you're like well hang on a second Mike like you know how much yes. does this tool cost and what is the real benefit over you actually editing those videos yes. or etc etc one of the other things I'd like to say Isabella is it's been a long time since we've actually done a podcast. Um, we've been around and podcasting. I think we started our first podcast, I want to say, 2014. Yeah, yeah. The, the original Music Radio Creative podcast. Yeah. And now, you know, as you've already alluded to, you know, AI is coming into our lives everywhere. So we see this as a trend that we really want to hop onto and help people discover. So we want to go on that journey with you together and learn about the tools and how we can use them. But podcasting, I believe, in my opinion, more than ever now, is so important to an online uh, content strategy and online presence. It's a way for people to really get to know you, who you are. And uh, like I alluded to earlier on, you know, I, I was going through a bit of a content funk earlier this year and I felt like, you know, I'd, I'd batched up a load of videos for the YouTube channel, but I was really struggling to come up with new ideas and new content and actually even do stuff. I, I actually if I'm to be really entirely honest here, I went through a funk where I thought, you know, what is the point in keep making videos and keep teaching stuff when these AI, uh, you know, tools can kind of teach or at least concisely give the information better than I feel I can. And so I, I just kind of thought, well, what do I do? What do I make? What do I create? Uh, because it, it feels like I'm being replaced. But, you know... <laughs> It's, I think that there is a combination right? there is a combination of so that and that perhaps struggle. perhaps a middle life crisis somewhere along the way too. Midlife crisis, mental <laughs> breakdown. Uh yeah, I did a lot. I I got off social media for a while as well because I felt that yeah. that was just a bad influence on my life and it was overwhelming me. And uh, you said to me recently, Mike, maybe you should get back on there and like maybe we should podcast again and do those things. You know, people forget about you if you're not on social media. Like I I came off Facebook and I think, you know, 
I felt good about that. My life improved. I, I, I had a, a lot more experiences of being outdoors and connected, but I was connected in such a small bubble. And you're like, what about all those people that just see your updates and what you're up yeah. to? So it's, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it, with, with regards to being but, online? But I think there is also an element of overwhelm. And I think that, yeah. um, you know, when we look at social media, that has changed so much. There were so many different networks that came up. And it's like, all yeah. of a sudden, people are like, so how do I use Facebook? How do I use Instagram and Twitter all now? threads and, and you know X and, and then yeah. this and that and and it's actually that alone can be overwhelming and i do remember yeah. a few years back you've made a conscious decision you were like i'm getting off everything and you've mm. scaled the back your right back. social presence mm. right back but in retrospection i don't think that was the right thing for you to do and i think that you had all the right reasons behind it but i don't think that that was the right execution and i'm glad that you are back so mike is back by the way if you would like to find him on instagram or facebook you can you can definitely do that i think you, you can do with more friends i am um, <laughs> so my, my handle <laughs> is i mike russell everywhere so if you type you in go. Basically, my name with the letter I in front of it, you will find me on your favorite yeah. network. I'm I'm pretty much getting everywhere now, which Absolutely. is Absolutely. <laughs> so find Mike and, and start being friends with Mike. He could do with more friends yeah, on his social media platforms. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I think that it, it is just the clarity that was needed. And, and now you have the clarity that actually just, you know, being present quite often is what counts like people need mm -hmm. to you need to be on people's minds but that you know like with facebook there are so many other benefits that you've seen you know it's like oh, yeah. i have a lot of you've friends. got a mushroom picking group where you learn I've about mushroom. the best I love mushrooms my to get and yes. you get mushrooms identified yeah, <laughs> the, but, yeah. but but it's also yeah. just kind of you know great conversation starters with people that um you know and yeah. you know just in general but moving on from the social yeah. media um social media mention i think that the the hope for us is to actually bring that kind of clarity that i think is needed and and maybe i don't yeah. know whether there is you know people of different age groups maybe approached this differently but i think that for us as working professionals with established business and established niche it's kind of like essential to almost reframe everything we do and as we are going about reframing our own overview of the AI world, we hope that we can bring clarity to your overview of how Absolutely. that could reshape your business, your professional, personal goals and and how how we can, you know, see the future moving forward because it's changing so fast. And I yeah. think that that's that's scary at times. And I want to put out there like as a big, I guess, headline of this show is that the belief, certainly from me, is that AI will not replace us, it will enhance us, it will make us better. But nothing replaces the the human touch, the, the, the human feel, the human vibe. Like I've used a lot of AI music generators, and there's just there's no soul in the music that comes out right now. That might change two, three years, maybe even quicker down the line. Uh, but right now, I feel like even the stuff that ChatGPT throws out at me, I feel like it's it's very methodical. If I ever see unleashing, revolutionizing, or game-changing, I'm like, that's made by ChatGPT, because those are words that ChatGPT seems to use quite a lot in my experience. You, you know and, and one thing I will say about doing a podcast and having this connection, so 
being here every week with the AI Tools for Creators podcast is that people get to know, like, love and trust you so that when you go to conferences, when you go to places, they'll be like, Mike, Isabella, I know you. How many times have we had that in the past? And I feel like yeah. me in particular and with the, the social media scaling down, like I lost a lot of that. And I, I kind of, by doing this podcast, I want to be back out there and say, hey, I'm doing things. This is the new direction I'm looking. AI, obviously I'm an audio guy with a, a video spin as well. Um, but like, I definitely want to integrate AI and embrace it fully. I I just wanted to say that I was just about to disagree with you for the first time. First of many, I'm sure, yes. because we th this is where, where a lot of the You're notorious for doing that. <laughs> yeah. I am. But I just wanted to say that be under no illusion, all of those tools are created precisely to replace us. And I think that the fact that they don't replace us <laughs> right now is, is maybe just a, an indication that they are not there yet, but the goal is to 100% replace us. Why do you think those tools are created? I think that those tools are created yeah. to replace us because that's the ultimate benefit to the managers who then can cut the the fees for creatives, uh, uh, you know, you see. Uh, so the it's Hollywood like strikes and all of this stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Actually, that's interesting because for someone who's new to this show and new to us, new to myself, Mike and Isabella, um, you won't know maybe that we disagree a lot on a lot of things, even though we're a husband and wife. Uh, we also work together. Happily we have differing for, opinions. Uh, we've for been 14 years? We've been married, married 14 for 14 years. years. That's right. We we do disagree on a lot. So I've got that positive. It won't replace us. We'll work with it. We'll be the creative directors helping the AI to make the greatest products ever made with a human soul. And Isabella's coming in from the other side and saying, no, AI is going to replace us. And almost you're saying we're in the dial-up modem stage of AI, but soon yeah. we're going to get, you know, broadband where it's going to be like, whoa, and then we're going to get yeah. fiber. And then it's the, it's the singularity. Yeah. And um, well, actually, you know, we... we I often go down this rabbit hole. In fact, any friend that we meet up with, I usually talk about singularity and you and I'm, roll I'm your eyes. I'm going to be like, just stop now. Just but stop let's, there. Let's stop, go stop, there. stop, stop. Let's, let's go, go for there. a moment. Because <laughs> at, at some point, I could talk about we're, we're living in the matrix and is this reality? You know, has AI already taken over? And is this a really advanced AI simulation that we're living in right now? Whew, that's like going Elon Musk territory, isn't it? But, you know, Assuming it hasn't happened, and this is reality, and we're here right now as humans, with AI on the brink of becoming sentient and the singularity happening, all it takes is for the switch to be clicked, right? Because maybe this technology already exists, but it's inside a big box somewhere in Silicon Valley, right? And someone flicks that switch and it's like, beep, and then you're, boom, you're in the singularity and it's like, whoa. It's like a this Tron or the Matrix. This is not a conspiracy theory Podcast. It's not a conspiracy series, Joe. Can I just but it's say real. it's happening? You we know are it's going happening. to keep to the facts, and I will make sure we keep to the facts. Let's not go ahead in the clouds just yet, Mike. I think that um, there's a whole singularity subreddit. If you go to Reddit and look for the singularity, there is literally there's a whole uh, community there of people who discuss the the doomsday scenarios. Um, okay. So yeah, okay. but anyway, we're, okay. we'll. I'm going to come from the positive side. It sounds like Isabella, you're going to come from the negative side of yeah, it's going to replace no, us. Not always. I, I not, not genuinely not always. <laughs> okay. I, I think that there is a lot of potential for it, but at the same time, I think that it's important to stay realistic as to you know the the yeah. real reasons why sure. those tools are created. You know what what's the agenda like behind everything? Whatever you see, the very first question you've got to ask yourself is why. 
And mm-hmm. if you can't ask the question why, you can't land with reasoned conversation at the end of it. And I think that this is where everything that we discuss should start. It's why. And Absolutely. we might yeah. not always land on the, you know, the ultimate why, but we can speculate and... So we're yeah. going to be completely replaced as creators, then what are we going to do? Is it going to be a future scenario of we'll all be on universal income and we'll be lying on a beach somewhere with enough money to survive and and the AI will generate content to entertain us? A bit like the episode of Black Mirror, um, which was awesome. I think that was... Uh, what was the Black Mirror episode? It was the one about Joan, wasn't it? It was... Um, Joan is awful. So you probably haven't seen that, Isabella. Mm-hmm. But I am a big Black Mirror fan, and Joan is awful is... It's basically AI generating a series on Netflix that is exactly about your life and follows your life course and is moulded to you. And I mean, we're already seeing aspects of AI being used, for instance, in podcasting. Some of the big podcast networks like Spotify and Acast are already doing things where they can generate specific adverts tailored to specific groups of people. And eventually it's going to be specific adverts dedicated to you. So think about this. Think about the fact that, you know, right now you might get a podcast interrupted for an advert that is global it, it could be you know the you know buy this brilliant supplement because it's absolutely fantastic it's the best supplement ever that's very generic but then eventually it's going to say hey people in the uk uh did you know there's a good supplement and because we don't get enough sunlight here in the uk uh if you take it you'll feel better and you're like crikey that's the, they know i'm in the uk that's amazing and then eventually it'll narrow down further and say hey if you're in london and you constantly get stressed you definitely need to take this supplement because it's gonna make you relax so- and then finally it'll dial into you and your personal preferences taken from facebook and x and all the other social networks everything you've been looking at it'll be say hey you know i know that you are you know probably eating a little bit too much sugar did you know if you take this supplement, it stops your cravings for sugar? Uh, uh, so, so Mike, you should definitely take that supplement. You're like, wait a second. You know, Joe Rogan just said, Mike, take this supplement. I mean, this is where it's going, right? But but I think that, Mike, before you, because you, you, you tend to go such an extreme. And actually, just take <laughs> a happening. step back for a second. AI has been around since 2005, okay? so AI have, is not a new word, that's not, right. It's not a new thing at all. Mm-hmm. Companies like Google and Facebook have embraced AI for many years, uh, actually over decades, and they are already using it very clever. So, you know, it's like Mm. how the Facebook ads are shown, how you can target ads in Google. All of that is artificial intelligence. It's, Mm. you know, it's learning on the data that we are willingly uh, give them. You know, I mean, this is not new. What is new and what is sparking a lot of the conversations is the fact that all of a sudden it has been given to us. And it's like, you know, all of a sudden as humans, like end users, we have ability to actually just take it and do something with it. So it's just imagine it as if it's been behind closed doors for, you know, closed doors as in you had to have some level of technical knowledge and maybe be versed in like deep programming languages Mm -hmm. to be able to really access that, understand it and maybe create some use case for you. Right. But then there were companies that have been developing this for a very long time and now all of a sudden they open the door to general public and say well there is this cool ai thing coming in give us your data input all the different things because you are ultimately testing uh and giving us the 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 
playground to make it even bigger and better. So, you know, this is just that this is just the beginning, but it has been around for a really long time. Machine learning, you know, Google TensorFlow, all of that. But like you say, it's been available to coders. Now it's democratized. And I think that's a great thing. Uh, For example, in general life, you know, you need legal advice. You, You can get it. You know, it might not be entirely accurate and it might be much better to go to a lawyer. But for instance, someone with no money who needs to fight their landlord to get something sorted out can copy and paste the contract and get ChatGPT to throw out all the reasons why the landlord is in the wrong kind of thing. And there's there's other scenarios where this technology can be used really well. For instance, I've used it myself to, uh, to write to companies and say, hey, this is wrong, sort it out. But instead of sitting there and procrastinating for... 20 minutes trying to think of what to write in the email, I'll just say to ChatGPT, uh, this product broke, I've only had it six months, I'd like to write an email that the aim is to get it replaced. And then it'll just spit me out like two paragraphs, brilliant, I'll overlook it, make sure it's okay. And you still have to babysit it a little bit because sometimes it can go off on a tangent. Um, but it's it's brilliant for use cases like that. And it's also brilliant, as we come to the end of the episode, Isabella, for brainstorming episode ideas. And I actually used GPT-4 to suggest a few names for this initial episode. So I thought maybe I'll run a through few by you and see what you think. Uh, we can. How about? How about? Hold on. Just hold with that till the very, very end. Okay. Um. I just wanted to make sure we cover everything in this episode because we yeah. quite haven't quite yet. So, you know the reasons why we are doing yes. the the episode. What you may not know yet is actually what we do. So we've mentioned the fact that Mike is a. Uh, his predominant role is YouTube. So Mike records videos, teaches people how to sound good, how to look good, um, covers a lot of topics related to content creation, audio and video. But we are now expanding it into AI tools and a lot more about podcasting, which we have been covering for many years, just not in a deliberate way. Maybe let's let's put it that way, as in, you know. Even before this year, 2023, as we record this show, we've been talking about and recommending AI tools such as uh, Descript. absolutely. And, you know, uh, tools like uh, Riverside for recording your podcast and things like that. These all have AI in. It's just this year AI became a buzzword. Yes, but yeah. So, but we we are expanding on that. But the 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 main core of our business is a, an audio production slash creative company yeah. that makes custom audio for clients. So we work with podcasters, with radio stations, DJs. We work with companies that would like to sound great, and that could be anything mm-hmm. from a podcast intro, royalty free music. We do sound effects, custom voiceovers, and anything in between. So our industry has been affected by AI, and I have no doubt it will continue to be affected by AI. And this, um, by by talking about it, we want to understand it better and just see how we can steer our ship of uh, creative company uh, in the seas of the AI tools and all the latest innovations that seem to pop out yeah. out of everywhere every three seconds. So, so this is where where uh, we are coming from. So, Mike's predominantly focused on his YouTube in our business, yep. whereas I take care of marketing, the business development, um, sort of strategic decisions within the company uh, that we we operate. Now, in addition to all of that, we also train people. So, Mike quite often will go out to different places and teach people mm-hmm. how to do podcasting, how to sound great. 
Um, now we're going to be talking about AI tools too. And this is where the the new uh, path for us comes into the, the podcast, which we haven't covered. And I know we, we are keen to share that with you as well. One of the things that we are looking uh, to do as both company professionally and personally is actually to relocate relatively soon to a completely new part of the world, uncharted yeah. territory. Um, it's over to you, Mike. I, I feel like you should share the news. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this is really, really cool. Um, we are... Relocating really soon uh, to Dubai in the United hey. Arab Emirates. We're really excited to be going to the Middle East. At the moment, things are just going up and up there, growing. We're seeing a big trend, particularly in podcasting, video creation, and all that kind of content creation. It's really big, not just in the United Arab Emirates, but also neighboring countries such as Saudi Arabia and Qatar. And we just really feel like we need to be in that region as it's growing so fast. Yeah. AI is being embraced uh, later this year, uh, I think at the start of October, there's the Dubai Assembly for Generative AI. That's somewhere I plan to be at. Uh, there's GTEx as well, which will no doubt uh, do some brilliant AI stuff. That's a big technology conference that happens in Dubai as well. It's kind of similar to CES, but for the Middle East. So we're really excited about our Middle Eastern adventure. Can't wait. I'm also a big fan of dates, so that's that's good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> dates are a big thing dates out there. Dates and dates to eat, not yeah, going yeah, out on dates. Let's just clarify yeah. this point. <laughs> <laughs> dates and Arabic tea. Yes. I'm so a big fan. Yes. And uh, yeah, very excited to see where this new part of yes. our journey takes and, us. And this is something that has been developing over the past year. We've been yeah. going to uh, various different parts of, of that region for uh, the past year and making new connections and, and looking at different ways um, to take this forward. But we are really excited because it's it's a kind of like a new adventure and it's, you know, something that um, we, we needed uh, for a while. And actually, um, as Mike says, there is a lot of potential in that region and um, we are excited to be part of that. Can't wait. So, so yeah. to end the episode, Isabella, I typed into chat GPT. Our podcast is called AI Tools mm. for Creators. What should we call the first episode which will introduce the hosts and say what we do? Uh, so here we go. I'll give, you, I'll give you three ideas. Idea one. I quite like this one myself. Origin code. Who we are and why AI matters. Not feeling that. Okay. Idea two. Creative beginnings. The faces behind the future. I like that one. I might go with that. And idea number three. Episode one, Human Meets Machine, our story. What do you want to go uh, for? Number two. You're going Definitely. for the creative beginnings? Okay, creative beginnings. Yeah. On the next episode, make sure you uh, tune in for that. It's going to be really exciting because Isabella and I will share the exact tools that we're already using for our own content creation. So if you want to know the AI tools we're already using, uh, tune in to the next episode. It's going to be really exciting. We're very excited. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, we want to make sure that you subscribe or follow or, or like on whatever platform you are listening or watching. Um, and if there is one friend that you feel that could benefit from the content we create, share that with them and spread the word uh, so that we can, we can help more people like you. AI Tools for Creators, where technology and creativity merge. merge. It's like having a creative partner that never sleeps. Subscribe now wherever 
you get your podcasts.